What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, TYB, a.k.a. your boy, Carl, man. We here. We are back, finally. I know. I know y'all like, damn, where where has this guy been? You know, what What have you been doing, bro? You really, I, I, do you really want to know what I've been doing? Nothing. Nothing at all. Let's just be real. I'm not going to start this off by telling y'all what I have been doing, what's been preventing me from bringing this content, because nothing has been preventing me from doing this. Every Friday, I spend my time doing nothing. I get out of class, I come in here, and I get on my ass. And there's been plenty of times where I could have, you know, I could have got up and did a podcast. It was plenty of times last week where I just had the urge to get up and do it, but my laziness kicked in. But I'm here, man. I'm motivated to do this. I'm very eager to be doing this. Um, first and foremost, as some of you know, we are no longer just, or I am, or we are, however you want to say that, no longer just going to be on the iTunes podcast app. We also are going to be on Spotify, which is huge for me. You know what I'm saying? Like my boyfriend said yesterday, I'm on my Joe Budden shit. You know, jump off Joe Beasy. Um, I'm excited, man. Not only we're doing SoundCloud, iTunes uh, podcast app, and YouTube, which we are also releasing to YouTube, or the episode today on YouTube. Um, we're also going to be on Spotify. I'm very excited about that um, because for me, I use Spotify. Um, over anything else, over Apple Music. I prefer it, in other words, over anything else. So for me to be able to see my own podcast in Spotify, it's going to be just great. It's going to be huge. And it, to, to be f- honest with you, if you are doing podcasts yourself or you know somebody that's doing podcasts themselves and they want to get on these big platforms, tell them I put no money into getting my stuff on these platforms. So if you know anybody that's doing this, and they want to get their stuff on a bigger platform. Tell them to either come holler at me or do your Googles. And just just keep looking because the situation I was in, especially when it came to trying to find somebody to host my episodes, um, was how much did I want to pay, if anything. Um, and if you just keep keep looking and keep looking, man, like I did, I just found free ways to get my get what I needed. And so we're here. But, man, really, I'm... I'm excited to do this today, of course. NBA has been running fucking crazy, especially in the past day, two days or whatever. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about a lot. I'm trying to keep these episodes from here on out like under 20 minutes. Um, you know, make them like, you know, quick little, quick little episodes just so you can digest them a lot quicker. Um, definitely going to be diving into this NBA stuff. Anthony Davis, Kyrie, Chris Stapps, New York, uh, New York. Dallas, all that stuff, man. But first, bro, I'm just going to start off with this Kyrie stuff, man. I want to kill all of this shit. Kyrie ain't going nowhere. Like, absolutely nowhere. I know um, some of you listening, one in particular who happens to be a Lakers fan, you know exactly who I'm talking about. We talked about this today. Yeah, I'm talking to you, bro. We Kyrie's not going nowhere. And my, my frustration with this whole Kyrie is getting traded now um, after, you know, he's committed verbally twice um, in front of Boston. He did in an in a interview. Um, he also had the ESPN commercial where he said he wanted to hang his number in the rafters. You don't just say or do these things if you had every intention of leaving at the end of the season. That just makes no sense. Um, my frustration is, is this didn't start until Kyrie called LeBron. Imagine if Kyrie never called LeBron after we lost to Orlando. We won a three-game losing streak before, and this is before the midway point of the season. So, and when I say midway point, I'm saying the All-Star break. He called LeBron after three games, after losing three games, and he just, if for me, I have to go and hear word for word what you said 
and I also have to see how you said it, and I want to see why you said it. He he called LeBron really, like he said, to apologize because when LeBron was in Cleveland with Kyrie, especially when he came back initially, Kyrie was that young guy as to where, like, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is the young guy to Kyrie. And he's apologizing pretty much because he didn't understand the importance of, you know, doing what it took to win. Um, and he, he came to LeBron like, I'm, I'm understanding where you're coming from now as a leader. I didn't take that as like, oh, damn, yo, these these dudes are trash, bro. I'm like, what's good with L.A.? Like, that's how people want it to mean when that's not at all what he said or at all what he implied, nothing like that. Um, and he's today even, he came out today. And, of course, um, I think some of you have seen the whole Kyrie Ask Me July 1st stuff and uh, I don't know anybody, anything, whatever. People are, of course, taking bits and pieces and making implications. If you, for me, I looked at it, I'm like, okay. At first, I was a little shook because I'm like, okay, this is this is just going to fuel the whole Kyrie wants to leave crap. Like, I'm just like, okay, let's just go see for ourselves. Let's not make any assumptions yet because I got a notification. That's all it said. Ask me July 1st or either said that and I don't owe anybody shit. That's all it said. So, of course, there's a lot of people out there that just takes the headline and run with it. They don't want to go read anymore. They don't want to go to listen anymore because it helps fuel what they want to hear or what they want to see happen. Oh, this is helping me think Kyrie's going to really leave, so I'm going to run with this. And then that, that's how you get your feelings hurt. If you take the New York shit, for example, when everybody was like, oh, yeah, Kyrie finna leave. He finna go to New York. This was before he came out and said he plans on resigning. Oh, yeah, Kyrie going to New York for sure. Him and KD finna link up. Then when he come out and do I want to I want to resign with y'all if y'all if y'all allow me to. That's what he told the fans in Boston. He comes back, does an interview. I have every intention to sign with Boston. Don't ask me numbers because we don't know yet. That was number two. Then the commercial. That's three right there. So it's like for me, I'm frustrated with people who are running with it. They're not learning from past experiences. Look at Kawhi. Kawhi. Look at Paul George. Specifically Paul George because everybody and their mama thought he was going to the Lakers. And what did he do? He re-signed with OKC. So it's like, for me, I just know to A, not believe sources said. Because in some situations, like I've been I, I've been one of those that thinks Rich Paul is behind a lot of these rumors with Anthony Davis and Kyrie. Like, I, I think so. Because, especially with Kyrie, because this is what I found out. Kyrie... When they said uh, there's a growing belief, quote-unquote, that Kyrie wants to leave, sources said close to Kyrie and the Celtics. You got to think, Anthony, I mean, not Anthony Davis, but Rich Paul also manages Mark Marcus Morris, senior, technically, because he's got a kid now. But I feel like that is his way of saying he's got a source. I don't even think Mook said it. I think Rich Paul is just using the fact that he also manages Mark Marcus Morris He's using that to fuel these rumors to make make um make people think that Kyrie is leaving so things like New York and LA can go hard after him. I don't think people are really considering like you can't go off a of word of mouth, you can't go off of what sources said. I want to hear from the source. I want to hear what Kyrie has to say. Cause like I mentioned plenty of times before, he said out of his own mouth he's resigning. And I haven't heard from him otherwise. 
he just came out today and pretty much was expressing his frustration with how all of a sudden now that Anthony Davis is in these trade rumors and he wants out in New Orleans, he's getting dragged into it. I went and listened to the whole interview and I read a whole ESPN, two ESPN pieces. And people, of course, are implying when he said that I asked me July 1st and all that shit, he's leaving. No, don't see how you got that. Because if you really listen to the whole interview, he's expressing how he's frustrated with the media. That was like his whole focus. He's frustrated with how the media is saying, now that Anthony Davis wants out, he wants out. When he already came out and said he's focused on winning. He's came, hold on, he's come out several times when it's when it's about Gordon Hayward. Yeah, we need Gordon Hayward, you know, to be here because we, we, we plan on, you know, doing this for the next few years. He said that a few times. Especially this season. I forgot to mention that. People, of course, Bleacher Report, you know, ESPN, they don't want to report none of that. They just want to fuel this shit so they can get clicks. And that's the whole idea behind it. Let's let's put out these rumors. We don't know if it's true or not. Just because we, we work for ESPN and stuff, these people are going to believe us. They think we got real sources. No, bruh. The only people I really take serious is Wolch or however you say his name, Adrian, and Shams. Neither I don't think either one of them has said Kyrie has wanted out. Wolves might have. I don't think Shams has. So it's like you can't run with everything you see. I don't think Kyrie is leaving. Point blank, period. Now I don't think Anthony Davis is coming to Boston. I'm a sole believer in that. I believe that one hundred percent. I've heard today that and uh, before today that Boston is not one of his preferred destinations, which you know. It's reasonable. You've been you've been in New Orleans losing every year for as long as you've been in the league. You should want what you should get with exactly what you want. Like you sacrificed winning to to be loyal to New Orleans, and it's gotten you no no deep playoff runs. You've gotten taken out by Golden State like every year. Like ever since Golden State has been on top, and New Orleans has been in the playoffs since like since 2014, 2015, they've been beat by Golden State like every year. So. If I'm Anthony Davis, I want to go play with Braun too. Because that's like the only guy that's giving them a run for their bread. Except for last year, of course. I mean, it just won't fair. But the years before that, Braun has given them boys a run for their bread. I want to go play with that guy. At the same time, I get to play in a great, a fantastic market like Los Angeles. I got a lot of respect for the Clippers. I got a lot of respect for Doc. Shout out to Doc Rivers. But the Clippers ain't landed Anthony Davis. And if they do, it's a possibility he can resign just because it's L.A. But I think he's gonna be. that's going to be a rental situation too because he specifically wants to play under Magic and play with LeBron. Now, I was also thinking before yesterday happened, before the whole New York shit, we're going to dive into that a little bit as well. I thought it was going to be a situation like DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi. You got Anthony Davis is Kawhi in this situation. He goes to his organization, let's know, y'all, get me out of here. Y'all boys have done me wrong. I don't want to be here no more, whatever. I I figured they would look at all their trade possibilities, you know what I'm saying, see these packages, but ignore that and just go swap superstars with somebody like Toronto and San Antonio did. They swapped Kawhi for DeRozan. So I'm thinking, damn, New York might do that. They might swap Chris Stapps for Anthony Davis, take a risk on Chris Stapps because he still, he still hasn't played. He's still injured. And then how do you know how good he's going to 
be playing when he comes off of this ACL. That ain't no light injury. That can drastically change how you play. That can drastically change and alter your athleticism. I've seen it. I've seen guys leave and come back off of ACL. Look at Derrick Rose. Um, I was about to say Boogie, but Boogie was an Achilles. Um, just, just look at how players, it takes players a long time to get back to themselves after injuries like that. Not necessarily ACL. So look at, speaking of Gordon, look at Gordon. His was an ankle. I don't think it's as bad as an ACL. I mean, I'm not no, I'm not an expert in that field, but when these, when it comes to these severe injuries, bro, you can't gamble on on these type of players because you don't know how they're they're gonna look when they come back. You don't know how long it's gonna take for them for them to get back in shape. But I got faith in Chris Stapps. I got faith in Dallas. Chris Stapps, I got faith that he's gonna come back. It's gonna take him. You know, I give him an, I give him a season and a half before he back on top. And then Chris Stapps and Luca. Luca, I'm on my soldier boy shit. Luca, the man who got snuffed from the All Star game. Luca Doncic, come on, bro, come on, bro. That's gonna be scary. Not to not to get off of this Kyrie and Anthony Davis shit. Just talk a little bit about Chris Dallas real quick. That's gonna be scary in Dallas. They got their next Dirk. They replaced Dirk with Dirk Jr. The man who idolizes Dirk. That is so perfect. He's even come out and said that he looks up to Dirk. That is so perfect for Dallas and their fans. Shout out to my cousin, man. He's a diehard Dallas fan. I need to talk to him about this too because I know, I know he's, I know he's happy for this. So shout out to Dallas and them for for pulling off this steal of the century. Cause they New York is, boy. We gonna like I said, we gonna talk about that. But this is the right, this Kyrie shit. I mean, he ain't going nowhere, bro. And if I'm wrong at the end of the season, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really – I know there's no way to replace a Kyrie, especially not with Terry Rozier. But even if we were to lose Kyrie, I don't think we are hurt by any means. Like, of course, we're losing a superstar, but we still got so many – Jason Tatum can be the future of the organization from then on. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. There's no way none of y'all can tell me you wouldn't want to have Jason Tatum at your, uh, your cornerstone. You ain't got nobody else. That man is up next, guaranteed. And everybody else, Jalen Brown, Marcus, Terry – Al Gordon, I still got faith in Gordon. Give him, I, him too. Give him a year and a half. I don't even. I really see him coming back into form every now and then. I, for him, I think it's just a matter of like that psychological side. Like, you experience something like that, it, it'll fuck your head up, bro, and it'll take a little little bit for you to get back to where you want to be. So I get it. But if say if we do lose Kyrie, I still think we're fine because you got to think. Look how far we got into the playoffs without a single game played by Kyrie. Not saying that we can repeat, you know what I'm saying, and do that over and over without Kyrie. Because who wouldn't want Kyrie on their squad? But I don't think it'll be the end of the world, especially with this draft, especially with people moving around in the league. Like I was telling my boy today on Twitter, forget Anthony Davis. I think that's out the window, and I feel like Boston knows that too. Go snatch Bradley Bill up, cause I heard he's he's on the trade market. Go snatch Bradley Bill up. You telling me Kyrie and Bradley Bill, that ain't scary. You got two two guys who can give you fifty a piece at will. I hate going up against Bradley Bill, no matter if they in playoff contention or not, cause he gonna give us buckets. Every time he's played us, he's giving us buckets. And I want him to be on our team giving niggas buckets. Sorry. 
if that means we got to give up somebody like Jalen or Gordon, fuck it. Be gone. Deuces. Got to go. I don't care. Bradley Bill is a bona fide scorer. That man can, like I said, give you 40 a night if you really, if you woke up one day and just said, fuck it, I'm finna give whoever 45. He can go out and do that. Kind of like me back in my day. We can do that. So I think Kyrie is, I think Kyrie is going to be here regardless if we get Anthony Davis or not. I think he just wants to see if Boston does something to improve the team in the offseason. Or if they just turn around and start whooping ass from this point on. We play New York tonight. If we win the next 30 games, that can that can change his mind. I think we can. That means we, you know, we like that. But back to this New York and Dallas, but I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, New York is fucking stupid. New York has got to be the worst ran organization in the league today. Outside of Cleveland, outside of Phoenix. Because New York traded their cornerstone piece, their superstar, the guy with the keys to the city. Melo handed them keys over. You trade him for the guy you could have drafted two years ago. Also gave up Trey Burke. Also gave up Tim Hardaway. And I think, hold up, let me check my phone. They also gave up somebody else that I don't think they should have. And Courtney Lee. You gave up Wesley Matthews for Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr.? That that right there was stupid to me. And then you gave up Dennis Smith Jr. for Chris Stapps. Like, I'm seeing, like, I'm trying to, like, make sense of these trades. Like, you giving up them, giving up him for him, you giving up them for them. You feel what I'm saying? You gave up your superstar for somebody you should have and could have drafted two years ago. Even Braun said that. So I think that makes my point even much stronger, even though I don't fuck with Braun. I don't – somebody help me make sense of the situation. I don't get why they would make that trade. I mean, I do because mm, everybody wants a piece of Zion. I mean, he's a generational talent. I get that. People looking at him as like the next Braun. He coming in, he's dominating. But my thing is, is New York. Say you do get, say you do, you do get him. Okay, cool. You think he wanna, he's gonna stay there for a long term? Look at how you did Melo. Look how you just did Chris Stapps. You don't think he notices, or he's gonna notice when he gets here how you've treated superstars before him? What makes him? What's gonna make him think? Oh. They're going to do me right. They're going to do me so much better than they did Carmelo Anthony, the guy that was taking them to the playoffs. They're going to do me so much better than him. Chris Stapps, they're going to do me so much better than that guy. And I don't personally think they're going to get him. I think Cleveland or Phoenix. It's like, and then Cleveland, oh, my God, Cleveland just, oh, God. I just love the fact that they are losing because Tristan Thompson did that big talk. At the start of the season, he was running down teams in the East. Oh, yeah, we beat y'all. Oh, yeah, y'all didn't even make it here. We're still the kings of the East. Now you the bottom of the East, bro. And where the fuck is Kevin Love? Like, did he just stop hooping? Did he go back to UCLA and go teach or something? What's going on with Kev? You know what I'm saying? I want to see Kev hoop. Just not in Cleveland. Send Kev to L.A. with Braun or something. Somewhere. Send him somewhere. Like... Send him to Denver. Send him to, to Minnesota. Back to Minnesota or something. 
Kevin Love, when he get back, he need to be one of these guys like, yo, bro, <laughs> yo, Cleveland, <laughs> yo, Dan Gilbert, <laughs> whoever running that organization, yo, <laughs> it's time to, it's time for us to go opposite ways because y'all niggas trash, bro. Like, I've been, I've been in the crib watching y'all. Y'all boys ass, and I don't want to hoop with y'all. He need to go tell them straight up tonight, as a matter of fact. I hope he listen. Hey, yo, Cap, come follow my podcast, bro. You know what I'm saying? Holler at me, bro, if you want to hop on some shit. Um, yeah, bro, I just, New York just didn't, that didn't make sense to me. I understand you want to tank for Zion, y'all. You want to make it a, make it more evident that you are doing so. You have no intention of winning. Your best player is now Enos Cantor. I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it It's really not making so much sense to me. Um, but we're going to see. We're going to see how it plays out. I got I got a lot of hope that for Dallas that they uh, turn up with Chris Dats and Luka. That's going to – I'm telling y'all, bro. That might be my new my new team on uh, 2K20 because uh, I doubt Chris Dats is going to be back this season. So 2K19 is out the window for him. Um, 2K20, all my dudes listening that know how I get down on 2K, just know that Dallas is going to be in my teams next year. It's been a minute since I done ran with Dallas since, like, 15, 16 when Dirk was still okay. But just know that. It's going to be scary for y'all. Um, But let's see. I think that's all NBA that we're going to talk for this episode. I do want to talk a little hip-hop, a little music. Um, J. Cole dropped a new track, Middle Child. I know some of y'all listening. Maybe two of you in particular. One I know for sure is listening. <laughs> Same dude I was referring to earlier. You know who I'm talking about. Uh... That new middle, that new track, bro. Like J. Cole said, bro, it's going to be a tough year for you haters, man. Like, that, the whole uh, Dreamville tape, I'm looking forward to. Um, but this middle child, bro, I already know the NBA finna play that before every playoff game. So, by April or May or whatever, shit's going to be played out. Every playoff game is going to have middle child or whatever, like the beat at least. Like, so just expect that. I'm calling it now. NBA is going to get their hands on this track. They're going to find out J. Cole dropped some shit some months later. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's that's some heat, y'all. Like, let's use that. Nah. Just enjoy it now before the NBA get their hands on it. Maybe even the NFL. Fuck them, too. Um, also, shout out to J. Cole because he's going to be performing at the All-Star Game in Charlotte. Um, I salute that big time. That's that's a, a local, an uh, NC native. I don't think anybody else should have been doing it. I heard Meek is doing it, too, which I don't think he should have. I think it should have been solely J. Cole. And maybe a band. Like, I don't think you should have two rappers, especially two big-time rappers. I think you should have kind of went to a different end of, the, end of the spectrum from J. Cole. Should have got, like, uh, Coldplay or some shit. Go get um, go get Ruben Stutter or somebody. I don't know. Just not Meek Mill. He had the Super Bowl. Let J. Cole and somebody else have the All-Star game. But I'm excited for Cole, man. Like, KOD was amazing. Middle child, I'm like me and my boy Brendan was talking about, man. I'm just happy he got on somebody else's beat. Um, I, I know J. Cole can produce his own shit and some good shit, nonetheless. I'm just glad he got on some something a little bit more modern with this trap and still was talking his talk. Like, I and it wasn't just no bullshit, like, he was on his shit. He also threw shots at Kanye again. I know I'm a little late with, you know, breaking this this song down, but when he mentioned, like, uh, the whole sneakers part, 
uh, because my sneakers not selling no more or whatever. That was who else in the game selling sneakers? I know Soldier Boy tried to shit on him, but Kanye the only rapper that J Cole is probably gonna acknowledge that sells sneakers. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't know. Um, speaking of Soldier, man, that troll tour he was just on was like so bad to see, bruh. And I wanted this. This was something I wanted to do a podcast on, like the week it happened when he was at Breakfast Club and Everyday Struggle. Soldier Boy, I, I salute Soldier Boy, man. I back in middle school, I remember, bro. A little story time, man. Everybody, you know, everybody that's been through middle school, everybody know that school dance, whatever. Everybody had school dances and shit, and you know, it was it was the place to be. It was always the place to be. For me, I wasn't a dancer and. I, still am not a dancer but even more so back then but i knew this one specific night crank that was out crank that was hot like crank that was the shit at this point i knew at that that point or that night that they were gonna play that so i went home went home uh the dance was like at like seven or eight it was like four or five hours after i got home to school which is around three o'clock um so i was like okay i'm about to go home I'm about to learn crank that and practice the fuck out of it before this dance. And boy, I was in my I was at my parents' crib. I was in the loft upstairs, going hard for hours. When I'm telling, when I tell you I was cranking that bitch left and right for hours, bruh. When I got to that dance, bro, I was so goddamn tired, bro. I didn't want to be there. But got there, I was on the wall the whole night. I was, I think I was posted up with a. Uh, don't even know who, but I was posted up with a few people. I ain't no lame. I got friends, bro. So, posted up on the wall. All of a sudden, all you hear is that, yo, I'm okay. Boy, I, boy, what? Put my game face on. You would have, boy, you would have thought it was the fourth quarter. I had that serious look in my eyes. Had to kill that Kobe mentality in my eyes, bro. You could have, it was crazy. It was live. Everybody was going crazy. So, I'm, like, I'm not finna post up on this wall all day. I'm finna go do what I've learned tonight. Went out there and went hard. But back to Soldier Boy, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I salute you. I know what you've done for the culture. I saw it firsthand. You changed the whole game, like how people do things. I give you credit for that, but I can't give you 100% credit. Like he was on Breakfast Club and Everyday Struggle, saying he's the reason Spotify, for example, exists. Mm, that's a cap. Dog, that's big cap. Um, I think streaming was already a thing before Soldier Boy. Music streaming like was already like coming up at that point. Um, shout out to LimeWire, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my LimeWire guys. You know, you know where we came from. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Um, I can't give him that credit, bro. Like, cause I know for a fact I was listening, I was streaming music before Crank that came out. I know that for a fact. Whether it was from YouTube, LimeWire, or anywhere else. I think AOL had some shit. I don't know. I know Soldier Boy can't say he is the reason these platforms exist. I can say you played a role in how the landscape changed for streaming. I can give you some credit for that. Not, I can't do the rest. I also got to call him out on that, that console. That shit is Fugazi. I need people to realize that that shit is not a console. That is just him selling an emulator. An emulator 
emulators are fucking free. I can, like I was telling French, I was talking to him about this when it was happening. I can go online right now and get every game off of his quote-unquote console. And yes, I'm doing air quotes. Yes, I am. I can get every game off his console and go download every single one of them to my laptop and go sell the same shit for like five bucks right now. It'll take me some time to get every game because I know there's like 8,000 games or some shit or whatever. Uh, but that's bullshit. It's not a, a console. It's not a system. It's just an emulator in a cheap plastic box. Like, come on, bro. Everything he's, all the products he's putting out is ripoffs and fugazi. That's why Nintendo took his shit. Come on. Like, that's, I think, and Soulja Boy is so caught up, like, with that whole Tiger shit, he had the biggest comeback. And like Charlemagne was saying, we are talking comeback musically. Tiger had a big record. I can't, I don't remember the last time I went to somebody. I know it was probably high school, actually. I'm capping. It was probably high school. Last time I asked somebody, yo, you heard that new soldier? And it wasn't everybody I was asking. It was asking a few certain guys that I knew listened to soldier. And that was it. None of, nobody listening can tell me the last time you have listened to a new Soldier Boy track or tape or anybody has asked you when the last time you've listened to a new Soldier Boy song or a tape or album, whatever, or seen a new Soldier Boy music video. None of that. You can't tell me none of that. And if you are, you are capping. I wish I had my cap sound bite ready, but I am not prepared for that. Whatever. Soldier Boy got to stop capping. I know he's kind of like toned down big time uh, or whatever, but I just think he's so caught up in this attention from social media, Shade Room, uh, uh, and all these medias on Instagram, academics, whatever, giving him attention, he's taking it as he's made his comeback. No, not really. He was like, people counting him out after that, that the Migo shit and Chris Brown and all that. We did because you were tweaking then and you're tweaking now. People, He's not understanding, like, Come back, we mean drop some heat. Give us crank that too. Give us a sequel to that that Soldier Boy. We finna crank that bitch again. Something. We don't wanna you you're relevant for the wrong reason. Like that's what I think like Charlemagne was trying to get across him. You you didn't make a comeback off of music. You're just relevant because you're wildin'. Nobody's buying that console. Nobody's buying the soldier pods, the soldier watch. Nobody's doing none of that. And like I was watching Joe Budden talk about the whole Soldier Boy shit on Everyday Struggle, and Joe got to let, he got so much hatred for Complex and Everyday Struggle and everybody involved. It's like, bro, you left them, let it go. But he was talking about Nandeska specifically trolling Soldier Boy when she was like, why do you own so many businesses? I agree with her. He was saying, how can you say that to him when you previously said you support black businesses, but you don't support him? Because what he's doing, a lot of the shit he's doing is fraudulent. It's bullshit. That console, for example, that's fucking Fugazi. And then with the whole, when she was like, why do you own so many businesses? I agree because you look at that console, you look at everything he's selling on that Shopify shit, it's all bullshit. So you got to ask, like, why do you own so many businesses? What is real and what is not? I think that, that bitterness in Joe, he didn't really understand her perspective. I understood it completely. Soldier Boy just, man, you hate to see it, bro. I just remember back in the day on Bebo, 
I had my whole thing on my Bebo page to be Soldier Boy. Had the, you know, the uh, the moving, uh, I don't know what that shit called, man. Back in the good old days. Like I said on Twitter, a lot of y'all didn't own Bebo's growing up, and it really shows. Like, everybody, pray for Soldier Boy, man. Just, just pray for Soldier Boy. Um... One more thing before we head out of here, man. Y'all need to go check out that boy Melly Wyman or what is it? YNW Melly. I know some of y'all listening. Y'all know I've been wearing out that murder on my mind. Hey, that nigga's got a lot on his mind. He's got three tracks where he's talking about shit on his mind. Murder on my mind, my mind on my murder, and mischief on my mind. Like, damn, where's your head at, bro? I mean, I know you in jail, so your mind do wonder a lot, but goddamn, you good? Go check him out, though. He's got mixed personalities with Kanye. Um, I think I first saw that on my boy Ben Johnson's Instagram, um, and I was okay. I see Kanye got a, you know, he's on a new record. Finally, I haven't heard no Kanye music since he, you know, did his stuff in the fall with Nas and Tiana and Push. Great little run from good music. Um, but I was okay. It's time to see some new yay. I got him muted on Twitter. And, uh, I'm just tired of seeing Kanye rant about Drake and Trump and people suppressing him because of his hat. I don't care no more about none of that shit, Kanye. And y'all know I'm a stan. I love Kanye to death, bro. I, I know a lot of y'all who know me personally know I pretty much worshipped him growing up, especially like through high school, the Yeezus stage, and all that, bro. I, I hate to see him go through this shit where he's just flip-flop. One minute he don't support Trump. Next minute he's embracing him. He's accepting him. He's enabling the shit he says. It's like, I hate to see that shit because I am a huge Ye fan. I started making music because I love listening to Kanye shit. So I wanted to go do it my damn self. I wanted to be an artist just like Kanye. So I hate to see it. I hate the fact that I can't even really look at dude tweets without like just cringing at everything he says or does. It's just like, bro, drop that that Yandi, bro, and shut the fuck up. Like Excuse my language. I know kids are listening, man. I know my kids are listening. Whatever, bro. Man. I think that's all we got for today, though. I want to make this fairly quick, talk about a lot of things. Hey, oh, yeah, also, I know, I know, like, people my age don't really like to follow politics and what's going on in the government and all that shit. I know some of y'all might think it's lame or whatever, per se. I follow it a lot. I watch a lot of CNN. I follow a lot of what's going on with Trump and this wall shit. Trump took an L. That's all I want to say. He did that government shutdown for no fucking reason, and he took that big major L. Spam up Dale's in the chat. But anyway, y'all, it's your boy TYB, man. Episode 3 coming next Friday. Oh, yeah, big announcement, by the way. I think I said it at the start. I don't know if I did. I might have to. My mind is just been all over the place. But ProjectCatPodcast.com is on the way. You know what I'm saying? We locked that down today. We working on getting the site together. The domain is locked down. Just working on the site. Going to be real simple. We're going to keep the latest episode up on the page, both from YouTube and links to Spotify and uh, the iTunes podcast app. But the website is on the way, so there will be uh, a central location for everything Project uh, Project Cap. Um, that's coming. The YouTube episode will be coming out today, if not tomorrow. Working on putting that together after I release this. Um, I'm excited, man. Episode 3 coming next Friday on all mentioned platforms. Um, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be your boy again. Maybe I'll... Um, we'll see. I'm not going to, you know, 
foreshadow to what's happening next week. Um, I like to keep what I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to do for each episode under wraps. Just, you know, uh, keep that element of surprise so you not you don't know what to expect. But like I said, man, it's your boy T.Y., man. I'm glad y'all came to check in. We coming back next week, episode three. It's your boys always, and I'm signing out. Peace.